The time is now. They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, but what's harder to live? Yeah, dude. Let's kick it. Let's kick it. What is this? Episode five? Episode five, man. That's Episode crazy. five, man. Crazy. You know, it's uh it's going by quicker than I expected. Yeah. Like each week rolls around, I'm like, dang, already number five. Which it kind of feels like six because then we had the introduction video too. Yep. So it's all yep. good though, man. <clears throat> cool, cool. Right on. So purpose and passion. Yeah, let's get it. Let's see. Episode six, purpose and passion. Oh, wait, five. I said five. Five? Five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, up, y'all? Oh, man. Ambitious Minds, we're back. Episode five for you. Oh, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the last one we did, Leadership 101. I uh, hope you guys really enjoyed that one. Um, and man, what about Pastor Travis, B? We had mm. Pastor Travis two weeks in a row, man. That was some fire, fire mm. content, man. No, it really was. He's always great, man. I feel like every time I, I either talk to him or see him, like it's always just so good. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I know we're, we're working on, we got the next one here coming up here soon too. Next guest yep. speaker here coming soon. Yeah, dude, it'll be good. Yeah, in this man. lineup going yeah bro well how's your week been man i mean you uh you went out of town for a little bit got a chance to just refresh and yeah um, not like you're selling some houses trying always 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 no it's been good man it's been uh i know we kind of talked about this before but it tends to like come in spurts like a roller coaster yeah. you know so uh right now things are good though things are good uh just had an accepted offer tonight which is great nice. so uh that puts me at six under contract right now which is awesome man so seriously oh, man. so so grateful so blessed like now it's just you know keeping these together and and keeping yeah. it rolling and you know it's it's funny because kind of like <clears throat> what you do this month is what you're well how do you say it? like what you do this month is affecting your next month yep you know so you know when you put something under contract it normally takes between 30 to like 45 days before it closes so i mean you're working for this month for the next month's paycheck yeah. type of thing so for sure it's good though man good, it's man. good what about you man it's been busy <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I've been working know, my yeah. tail off, man. Oh, yeah, um, it's been busy, man. I mean, um, I hope everybody out there staying safe and you know, uh, COVID safe and you know, just taking care of your body, man. And it's just crazy, man. Just so many people um, dealing with health issues right now. So, been doing a lot of covering. Um, I think today was like the first day it really hit me where I'm like, man, I'm a little tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was, I was in the middle of making some smoothies, man. It just hit me, and I was like, oh man, shoot, man. Um, you guys, yeah, have, you have coffee ones, though, right? You have coffee smoothies, like yeah, bro. With some caffeine. I had one today. I had a um, uh, try to keep it low calorie today. Um, I did mm-hmm. um, the slim and trim chocolate, add some uh, cold brew coffee to it, man. Okay, uh, so. Yep. I'd be uh, over there just dogging it, just keep pouring the coffee. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, bro, other than that, man, like you said, man, I'm, you know, blessed to be alive and uh, just super duper thankful that, you know, I haven't gotten sick. The family hasn't gotten sick. So 
Um, you know, always trying to see the silver lining, man. And it's been yeah, good. So can't complain. Can't complain. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. Whenever we talk about that, it's it's so crazy just because, you know, you deal with that so much more than than I do with, you know, yeah. just the difference in the industries and you working with the public constantly, man. Like, I feel for you guys for real. Yeah, man. So we're going to make it dope, you know? That's we're right. That's right. Always. Uh, but um, but yeah, so guys, tonight, um, we're going to dive in a little bit more into uh, passion and purpose. So, um, you know, Pastor Travis had, like I said, some fire content that he shared. And, you know, we want to kind of go over some of that stuff. But then uh, also just talk about a little bit how uh, we found our passions and, you know, what we believe our purpose to be. So uh, super excited about that, man. And um, B, I guess let, let's start off, man. Let's do some takeaways from Pastor Travis, man. I know we got a bunch and there's so many, man. But mm-hmm. uh, let's start off with some takeaways just from that. Um, what was what was maybe like the top two or three things you had, bro? Man, oh, let's see. There was so much, man. There really was. There was so much. You know, I remember when we finished, I had like a whole page of notes just myself. Now I got to find it. But oh, dude, <laughs> it was great. I'd say... You know, the biggest thing that I just continue to think about, though, is just the limiting beliefs, mm. you know, and, and trying to be more self-aware of, you know, what limiting beliefs do I have in my life? Am I aware of them? You know, if not, like, you know, am, am I searching for, you know, just really starting to sit there and reflect on all these things, you know, yeah. it's it, it was great, though, because, I mean, it, it forces you to be intentional about that type of stuff. And um, you know, there's so many different topics that we covered, you know, I'd say the limiting beliefs was definitely a big one. Um, man. What about, uh, I know this was a big one for you. You mentioned it when we, uh, when we were actually having a conversation with Pastor mm-hmm. Travis, but, um, it takes more faith to rest than to work. Oh yeah, dude. Absolutely. That, that stuck with me. That stuck Bro. with me. I'll be like, I'm like, Jesus, hold it together now. I'm gonna go ahead and take an hour break here. Go ahead and hold it together, poor brother. Right, exactly. No, I think, you know, honestly, when I hear that too, I, I think of you for sure because I I know how you are, man. I know how much of a workhorse that you are, and like you you'll be the the one out there grinding it out always, you know. And to be able to say like it takes more faith to rest. know you know that it's gonna be all right and you know like i can relate definitely can relate but oh man it's deep it's good what about you um i think you know just to take it back from the start because you know we started off by asking them um is passion and purpose the same thing how do they correlate and uh he mentioned you know the equation for purpose was passion plus gifts equals purpose Mm -hmm. right and I was thinking, I think another way to say gifts, because I know a lot of people, when they, you hear gifts, right, unless, you know, you're kind of from the spiritual realm, like you've heard of spiritual gifts, things like that. Um, but I guess another way to break it down is just, you know, gifts is just things that you're naturally good at, right? Uh, ways that you add value. Um, and, that, and that's key, man, because I don't think a lot of people realize the ways that they add value or what their gifts really are. I think it's just things that they're like, well, yeah, you just do this spreadsheet, you just do it like this. And it's like, your gift might be to be an administrator. Right. Like, if you like yeah. organizing stuff and 
and stuff like that. Like you might be somebody that, you know what I'm saying, should be, I don't want necessarily, you know, people get offended when you say secretary. I'm not saying you necessarily have to be a secretary, but somebody that organized things or help or help businesses organize things or put spreadsheets together, man, like that's, that's gold. You know, oh, I, I, I mean, we would pay for somebody like that <laughs> uh, in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, Somebody can do my numbers tonight, you know. Right. <laughs> That's the last thing I'm thinking about. Oh man, so, yeah, man. Um, That's kind of like what we talked about in the last episode too. Just you know the e, e what we. We talked about the EQ versus IQ. Yeah. You know, finding somebody that's passionate and is good about you know those things that you ain't you don't want to do. You know, yeah. like and that's perfect. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, man. But no, man, like I said, I, th- I think that was, you know, one of the key ones and then the rest one, man, like, and creating boundaries, um, you know what I'm saying, for yourself, because it's super hard, man, like, you know, I, and, I, and I say this because, once again, you could be in your purpose and still be working for someone, right? right? Now, I happen to be working for someone right now, uh, but my, my goal is to have my own, right? But, you know, the reason why I think that's important, because I think if people think that the only way that you're in your purpose is if you have your own business, right? Or it's, you know, just yours, mm-hmm. right? Who's going to work for you? Some, somebody purpose got to be working for you. Exactly. Not, you're doing everything by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, every, everybody's not called to necessarily own something, right? right. Um, but everybody does have a purpose. And I think, you know, he made that very clear that everybody has a purpose, Right. And that comes from Acts 2 uh, verses 10 talks about we all were created for a purpose. Right. And it was well before we were even born. Right. Mm -hmm. And so every single person has a purpose. Right. Um, And like I said, man, I I think we have to get out of that mindset because I think this is the other thing. I used to talk to some of my mentees about this working for somebody. He talked about the law of exposure. Right. Mm -hmm. And exposing yourself to things. Sometimes you can't get exposed to things on your own. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you're trying to grind it out and you're trying to make every dollar count, right? It's hard to be exposed to certain things. But when you're having to work for someone, right? Just like, you know, me and you work for Planet Fitness, right? We got introduced to certain people that we were never met. We've been in certain situations, certain rooms, talking to certain people that we would have never got an opportunity to sit down with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sitting down with millionaires, talking about, you know, business plans and ideas. Um, you, You don't get that just always on your own. No. And so I think, you know, even if you leverage it, right, very similar to how me and you have done in the past, I think you leverage those things and see what you will see what things you can get exposed to. Right. Yeah, dude, I, I think, you know, I think it's even deeper than, you know, just understanding that where you're at is exactly where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, and there's there's so much peace in that when you when you truly feel that when you truly believe that and you know this this isn't necessarily where I want to be but this is where I am and this is where I'm supposed to be because it's going to be serving me in whatever you know area of my life that I'm supposed to be in right now you know and I I think back to our time at planet there were so many days man where I was like what am I doing here yep yep. you know and I was like (laughs) I'd be in there cleaning the bathroom bro and I'd be like dude like what am I doing here but what I didn't see is in hindsight, you know, the work ethic that I developed from being there, uh, the people that you run into while you're doing those things and you build those relationships that yeah. I would still reach out to to this day, you know, yeah. and it's like, 
that's why you were there. That was the purpose. You know, it's it's yeah. so much deeper than just that that surface task that you're doing. Yep. No oh, man, most definitely, man. Um, well, let's kind of kick it, man. I, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure some of the other things from Pastor Travis's will still come up, but let's talk about how did you find your passion? Like, how did you like, hmm, okay, photography, that's my thing. Real estate, mm -hmm. that's my thing. Uh, how did you fall into that? What do you believe your purpose to be? Mm, man, for me, it was gradual. You know, yeah. I, there wasn't that moment where I was like, you know, light bulb, like, oh, yeah. this is where I'm supposed <laughs> You know, like, yeah. it, it's gradual, man. So uh, it comes from being uncomfortable first, in my opinion. And from my experience, it comes from being uncomfortable. Uh, we'll start with Planet. When I first started at Planet and being in the, the customer service industry and having to give tours and introduction to like sales things and, you know, all these different uh, things that I just wasn't familiar with yet. I used to be so anxious. I was so freaked out, man. Like, I kid you not, like, don't tell nobody, but I would say like the first six months, like anytime I had to give a tour, sweat. Dude, I was, I would be so, I'd be like, nah, I don't want to do this. Like, it was terrible, but it, I knew that I had to because I knew it wasn't just Planet Fitness that I was doing this for. I knew that I needed to do this because it's going to help me grow and develop in so many different areas that I'm going to need for what I want to do. You also life. need a paycheck. I also need a paycheck. <laughs> I also had rent due the next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, man, for real, like I, I knew that sales, I knew that conversation, social skills, being able to present yourself well and speak fluently, you know, over these things. These are things I needed to know how to do, like not just for planet, but for life. So um, continue to be uncomfortable and then you start to kind of ease into it but then I feel like you start to get some takeaways and you start to feel like wow this this feeling of um, fulfillment you know especially when you're building these relationships um, I, I'll tell you right now man one of the biggest moments for me in that industry was having a member come through and just you know he was an, an overweight gentleman. He came in, uh, showed him around, gave him a tour. You could tell he did not want to be there at all. You know, he was freaking out, but we had good conversation, kind of got to know his uh, situation a little bit. And he told me, he's like, I'm here because my doctor told me I had to be. He was like, yeah. you know, I got a, a, I think it was like two or three-year-old son at home. And he's like, man, I, I can't even get up and play with him right now because I just, I can't physically. And he's like, so I, I need this. I need to be here. And, you know, he'd check in. I made sure when he checked in, I remembered his name. I, you know, small talk at the front desk or whatever. And I remember a few months went by and he came up to me and he said, he's like, Brad, he's like, I just want to let you know that yesterday I went outside and played baseball with my son for the first time. Mm. I'm like, man, like if, if that doesn't like, yeah. oh man, like it still does to this day. Like, it, so you start to look at things so much differently. It gives you a different perspective. You start to feel something that you're like, Ooh, you know, like I want this feeling, you yeah. know, I think that's, what's important is, is when you get that feeling and I don't necessarily know how to describe it, but I know everybody knows what I'm talking about is when you get that feeling and you're like, yep. Yep. You know, this is, this is right. You know, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Hold on to that, man. It, and be aware of, what are you doing every time you get that feeling and you have those moments because that's exactly where you're supposed to be and that's exactly the type of thing that you're supposed to be doing 
So I know serving people, adding value, building that relationship, I enjoyed that. Like in being able to watch that progression. So I get that same fulfillment from photography. I get that same fulfillment from real estate. You know, photography, I'm, I'm meeting people, I'm, I'm building relations with clients, um, seeing them smile at their own photos and making them feel like beautiful about themselves. Like, man, that's an awesome feeling. Yeah. You know, real estate, working with clients, building that relationship, helping them with one of the largest purchases of most people's lives. Like, it's a stressful time. Yeah. And being able to see them from start to finish and being at that closing table and handing them the keys to their new house, man, like it's that same feeling, you know, and, and you start to learn their stories along the way too. But um, I, I think your your purpose is broader and then you find things and in industries in different uh, avenues that then kind of serve that purpose of yours. Yeah. So th that's how it went for me, at least. I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but. Yeah, man. No, that that's it's good stuff. Hey, it's good stuff. Hey, do you uh, ever do? Uh, I mean, when you sell like your first house, right? Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying it's it's official, official, right? Yeah. Are you gonna be like Ty from um, Extreme Home Makeover and be like, "Welcome to your new home"? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten that down yet, man. Hey. I haven't gotten that down. Like, Are you gonna I'm, be like move that bus or BMW? <laughs> Move your BMW to have somebody driving slowly past. Right, man. No, hey. dude. Hey, the, what was it? The first one that I closed on, because I've closed on four now. Okay. And the first one I closed on, we forgot the sign out in their yard. So after they bought the house, I had to go back out there and get the sign. Um, hey. I could have maybe done something then. I should have had like some confetti poppers or something. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you did an air horn no we we do like closing gifts though so at closing like just for you know working with each other you know it's like a congratulations and welcome to your new home we'll do some kind of like a closing gift for that person yeah yeah that's what's up man no man i honestly i, I think mine was very similar to yours how i kind of figured out my passions um you know see any sensor lights Okay, well, you'll see me. All right. Yeah, I'm going to leave it alone. The rest of the lights won't shut off. But, um, yeah, man, you know, I think the hardest part for me, though, finding out, figuring out my passions, and more so I say figuring out my purpose, because uh, I think I've always had passions, right? Growing up, it was soccer. Man. I love soccer. Um, thought I wanted to be a professional soccer player until I started gaining weight, and then that kind of went down here. Uh, but I love sports, still love soccer to this day um cooking was one of those things where um i'm big on bringing people together right and you know you don't think about it in the, in the initial stage you're like okay cool i just like cooking that and i know how to cook but um but it was the bringing people together and that's kind of where the et's catering thing came from it was like you said just with people smiling at their pictures right to see somebody get a plate of food right and they get excited you know, uh, you know, kind of just like how me and you when we went to Big John's for the first time in Owasso, oh, right? Boy, you know what I'm saying? It, it, mm -hmm. it just put a smile on your face, yeah. right? And so, man, you know, it was it was really about that. But I'll be honest, I you know, I had a huge struggle point, and it wasn't until I got to Planet that I kind of learned more about um, me and my purpose because I struggled with the IQ piece. Mm. The IQ piece was 
harder for me. And it was harder for me more so because let's be honest, I didn't really care that much about the IQ part. Mm-hmm. And it sounds cool when you're in board meetings and boardrooms and you're hearing all these acronyms, like my favorite EBITDA. Uh, oh, man, don't even get me started. Yeah. EBITDA and EBITDA. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you're hearing all this lingo, right? And you're hearing the people be able to go back and forth and you feel out of place, right? And then the struggle I had was it wasn't probably until probably like two or three years in the planet where, you know, our regional at the time, you know, she sat down with me and she was like, look, like you have to realize like you do add value, right? Your value just looks different. And I think that might've been like my light bulb moment Mm -hmm. because then I realized, okay, okay. Connecting with people, I can do that better than a lot of people that I know. Right. I know I can walk into a room and I can connect with just about anybody. Right. And sometimes it is uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong. I'm one of those extroverts that know how to be an extrovert. But when I'm at home, I'm an introvert. Um, Y'all check this out. This dude, this dude can walk in any room. And I watched him walk into a room with majority strangers, mind you. He's presenting on some stuff for the, the company. And by the end of it, he's dapping up all these people like as they're leaving, like like he's known them forever. And I'm like eavesdropping, listening into their conversation. And Eris is like asking about their grandmother and stuff. Like, I'm like, how does this dude get that deep on that level that quick? He's gifted. Gifted. And, and, and but it's hard though, because I didn't see that as a value. Oh man. Right. I didn't I didn't see that as a value. And I, I remember having a conversation with my wife maybe about a year ago when I was just like, I struggle because I'll put it this way. It's been cool because I haven't had to apply for a job in a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh that's what it's really cool. And you know, I'm very blessed and fortunate in that way. But I think I've always struggled with if I ever wanted to apply to for somewhere, right? I wouldn't know how to do my resume, right? Because I think a lot of times there's certain things that we're gifted at and that we add value in because we overlook it and we don't see it as something that a company may need. We just know that we're good at it, right? We don't know how to word that. So I challenge myself now and I even challenge some of my managers now. I said, you know, I, I, I got a chance to train a manager maybe a couple months ago. And she was able to instantly connect with the team. Uh, the team surrounded her and, you know, they were able to help her during her training and everything. I said, how did you do it? And she was like, what? She was like, I was just being me. I said, okay. So I said, you sound like me. You sound how I used to be. Mm-hmm. So I was like, the one thing I want you to do is I want you to pay attention. What are the simple things that you do when you go into a room? What's your game plan? Right? Now, I know for, for me now, when I go into a room, my game plan is, first of all, I'm about to make sure that I speak to everybody. Right. And I got this from one of my big brothers and Darius, uh, you know, when I used to go visit CMU, he told me, he said, man, introduce yourself to everybody. I don't care if, you know, whatever office it is, introduce yourself to everybody. And now I give everybody that spill, like anybody that's going to college, I'm like, introduce yourself to everybody. I don't care if you're going to need them one day or whatever the case may be. And man, it was it was a cool feeling being able to walk on CMU campus and people that I have nothing to do with, like, they, they know me, they say, hey, you know what I'm saying? We have a quick conversation and it's just good to know people, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it, it, took, it took me a while. And then once I fell in love with the leadership aspect of things, man, it was like, oh man, it was an instant connect. 
instant connect, right? Mm -hmm. Because now I'm just like, man, I love adding value to people. I know how to connect with the room. Uh, still, you know, working on how to read all rooms, um, you know, because you're going to run into some rooms sometimes that you'll be able to read some, but can't read them all, right? Mm -hmm. But um, being able to read a room and uh, present on some information and be authentically me, which I know we'll talk, we'll kind of um, jump into that next, but being authentically me and being okay with it. Yeah. Right. Um, and, I, and I think now I'm okay with, uh, you know, I probably been said um, probably like 15 times already, right? Probably more than that. But the one thing that I'm learning is that's me. Now, yeah. will I develop and will I grow in this area? Most definitely. But saying um every now and then, that, that's errors. That's errors. Doesn't mean that my content changes. Doesn't mean that I can't still connect with people. That's just authentically me. Right. Absolutely. I love it, man. I mean, everything that you're talking about, I see you live it. I see you live it. You know, it's all true. Uh, I do got a question, though. <clears throat> so I'm sure we've, we've probably talked about this in the past, but do you know of anybody or do you think that you can be successful in something that you're not passionate about? And let's say success is probably determined by like monetary. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll even, I think we're all taught this even before we get to a job. And I'm going to tell you the main place, school. Mm -hmm. Right? There's some people that really enjoy school, right? But for the most part, and this is the thing that I struggled with with school, struggled with a little bit with college too, was I wasn't passionate about most of those classes. Yeah. I wasn't passionate about learning about, you know, certain things in history and certain things like that. I wasn't. Let's just call it what it is. But you learn how to be successful in it because you need to, right? And so I think as you grow up, you realize I need money. And so you start to become successful in a lot of things that you're not passionate about. Mm-hmm. Right. You start to learn about different things. And just like I was talking about, like the business lingo and stuff like that, you learn how to talk the business lingo really good. Yeah. Right? But hate every moment of it. Yeah. <laughs> but then when that paycheck comes, it's like, oh, OK, I guess it's worth it. Right. When you got that A in high school. OK, I guess it's worth it. When you got that scholarship. OK, I guess it was worth it. But is it really? Yeah. That's you true. know, like it, what, what is the point? And man, I commend you. I commend, you know, a lot of people, you know, I. I tell my uh, I tell my kids here now at uh, Smoothie King, I said, you know, I don't make this my goal, but sometimes my goal is to make you drop out of college. I said I was able to make a good amount of people at, <laughs> at Planet drop out um, and they're very successful at what they do. You know, mm -hmm. some people have went back. Um, but I think about the times that, you know, I remember talking to you. I remember talking to, you know, one of our mentees as well that um, you didn't know what you really wanted to do. Yeah. You know, and you were, you were wasting thousands of dollars, you know, taking student loans out and everything like that. And, you know, the, the refund checks were nice because you're able to pay some rent. But it's yeah. just like, OK, so I'm getting money that I got to pay back later for not knowing what I want to do. Right. Um, now, I will say this. I think without that, you wouldn't be who you are right now. So don't get me wrong. You know, the same thing with me, with, you know, having, you know, my undergrad and my master's. It sucks sometimes to think about it because I'm like, man, now I got some debt and I'm not using a lot of the stuff that I learned, but 
I also realized without that, right, I wouldn't have met my wife. Without that, I wouldn't have uh, met a lot of people. Without that, you know, I wouldn't have gotten into Planet Fitness, uh, at least not the, you know, at least not the franchise that we got into. Right. I wouldn't have met you. Like, there's so many things that wouldn't have happened. I know God always has a plan for all those things. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like I said, I think we're taught early on to that there are certain things that we need to do to, quote, unquote, be successful, even if you're not passionate about it. Right. Now, I'm not saying we have to do this, but what if you were given a choice at the beginning, like, hey, would you like to go to school, right? Schools will be empty, unfortunately. So yeah. I do think, you know, there does need to be some foundation. But like I said, I think we're taught that very early. I'll tell you what, I, mean, I don't know if we want to go down this road because I think it's a great topic, the school. So to give you guys some, <laughs> some context, uh, Eris is decorated. Okay, like he's I, bachelor's, master's, and then I dropped out my, well, I guess technically it would have been my junior year. Yeah, of university. Like 40 at first, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we've got two different backgrounds for the, the schooling aspect, but I, I'm so glad that you brought that up because when I asked the question, I didn't even think about that, but it's a great example. Uh, I think it's, it's systematically put in there to going down rabbit holes it doesn't you know we won't we won't go down there but um you know i i think you're right i think you're taught at a young age to basically fit a mold and man i'll never forget like my senior year english class we were required to apply to like x amount of universities Mm -hmm. like you know and it's like that's the next step that's the next step and that's your only next step you know, in when I was going, I'll be honest with you, I did not care because in my mindset, I was like, I'm going to go play football somewhere. And that's all I know. That's all I care. And whatever else, whatever, you know, like it yeah. didn't go through. But if I went to pad football, like what? Like, that's it. Like you, university is the only option. Like in I believe it stronger now than I ever did, because I mean, it, it was it wasn't an easy choice for me to drop out either. But uh, it's like there's so many options out there. There's so many, you know, whether it's trades, you know, whatever it may be. But it's about using. I'll tell you right now, I would always encourage somebody to take a gap year, go explore, learn yourself, you know, have experiences, try and find those feelings that we talked about earlier and, you know, really be intentional about what you're doing when you had those and start to develop some real passions and pursue those, you know? Yeah. Cause I think that's, what's going to help lead you to your purpose. I think the pursuit of your passions will help lead to your purpose, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think they're connected that way, but yeah, man, school is. Mm. Yeah. yeah, man, it's crazy. And I, and I just thought about this. I mean, and maybe we'll have to do this sometimes sometime in the future, but I think there needs to be a course. I know John Maxwell has been doing huge on um, teaching people values, mm-hmm. you know, all the way in high school now, right? Yeah. Um, that'd be the beginning, right? And I think they've even gone down to middle schools and elementary schools now, like teaching people good values. Um, but what if there was a class? You know, I know they have, uh, what is the thing called? Uh, tech something or whatnot where you can, you know, go, you know, kind of do some different jobs or whatnot. I know we kind of had it in the high school for a little while. It's not promoted a whole lot, um, but, you know, there, you know, there is an option. Yeah, we had like a but, career tech center. Yeah, 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 most definitely. What if there was a class that was literally focused on passion and purpose? You know what I mean? Like, 
if, yeah. he, if you were given that class in high school, how would that have changed your life, right? To not say like, okay, cool, college is the next thing, right? Because I, I I think this is the way that it's set up, especially especially like back in the day. I think it was either you go to college because that's what educated people do, or you work dead end jobs, right? But what if there was a course that was right in between there that will say, hey, here go some questions to help you figure out your purpose, right? Yeah. Um, you know, what are you passionate about? You know, um, they don't, I don't know if they still do it anymore, but like, I feel like field trips started to go like way down once you got into high school, like elementary school, middle school, you know, you do a few things, but like high school, I'm like, that's the time where you need to do, you know, field trips. You know what I'm saying? It should be filled with them, right? At least once a month. You know what I'm saying? You should be going on a field trip to experience different things. Because if we talk about the law of exposure, the only time you get exposure is if you decide to go to college. And then in college, right, you have to make sure that you're aware and take advantage of the different opportunities. Right. Right. So, you know, like me me and Cam, we did alternative spring breaks. Great opportunities to learn more about uh the united states that we live in right to see what other people are dealing with um that was cool right but man i I just think there's so much opportunity and you know i I hate to talk on that topic a lot about you know school because um i don't know if i would ever want to go into being a teacher but uh i think man that's a that's a course that we definitely could put together man in the future and definitely you know uh present that to someone right oh i i agree man i mean i think there's tremendous amount of value in schooling and the education you know system i just think it's the way that we have it structured right now is a problem it's yeah. not the concept it's just the way it's structured and you know it, you, you already touched on a lot of the the main things there but yeah man i i agree with you like there should be more options there should be more you know like you said you took so many classes i did too i took so many classes that i knew had absolutely nothing to do with my major for one and like it was just i just need to get i just need to pass this class yeah like that's what it boils down to and i understand there's always an argument like that there's value to be added there whether it's the networking the the connections or the skills that you would you know find or, or have in that class but man like if i could replace that (laughs) Can I give you glass <laughs> it, it doesn't even look like they went out really. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, but can you imagine replacing those style of classes with something that's actually going to serve you and serve what you're already pursuing? Like, man, to me, that just makes so much more sense. Like, yeah. Why in, in when you're talking about wasting time and money, I mean, money, yeah, that's a big thing. But time, I mean, time's way more valuable. You know, you can't, you don't get that back. Yeah. So. Yeah, I will, and I will say this, y'all. I mean, we we talking about this topic, but you know, definitely shout out to the teachers that are doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what I'm saying like we definitely need, continue to need teachers, good teachers. Um, and you know, we we're definitely big promoters on education. Um, but I think we all have our opinions on how the education system could be different, how it can change, how it can you know benefit us more. And that all comes from our different experiences. So. Exactly. Uh, Yo, B. So. Uh, Pastor Travis talked about some questions, right, to ask yourself to kind of, you know, help figure out your purpose, man. And, uh, you know, the one that kind of stuck out to me the most, uh, you know, he, I think we went over about two or three of them, but the one that kind of stuck out to me the most was, what in life bothers you the most, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I love that question because I think 
or I know that we're all a solution to some some issue, some problem, right? right. I think there is a downside to it though. And then and hear me out. This is this is kind of where I'm going with this. I think if you get too wrapped up into solving issues, right? Or trying to figure out what issue you can solve, I think you try to solve too many. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything can't bother you the same. You know, I, I think there's certain things that have to bother you enough that you want to make a difference, right? Like I made the joke, right? If I if I have an issue with people not washing their hands, clearly I should make soap, right? <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> you know, so I have no no interest in making any type of soap, right? Um, but do you do you feel you feel what I'm saying? Does that yeah, make sense? No, I was just writing it down so I didn't forget. Um, because when you said that, all I could think about is if all you're doing is dealing with issues, I mean, all you're doing every day is you're dealing with problems, you know, and if if that's constantly what you're doing, and you're, I feel like there has to be a flip side, like there's problems that need solved always, right? But what yeah. are you, what are you building? Are you constantly just solving problems? And are they draining? You know, I, I think it all depends, but like, I see what you're trying to say, though. Yeah, like I said, I, I, like I said, I, I think it's just one of those things where, yes, mm-hmm. we're a solution to a problem. You know, right. uh, you're a solution to people trying to find a home, right? I'm a solution to people that maybe either struggling with their leadership or you know new to you know new to leadership. I just think you know there's a lot of things that can irritate us and bother us because we're human beings, right? And so. I think that's why going back to the gifts plus your passions equals um, equals you know your purpose. And I think you have to know your gifts, right? Because if you're not in your gift zone, right, you're gonna struggle. Mm-hmm. And if you're not truly passionate about it, right? Because um, I guess kind of where this came from, we, me and Cam were watching this one show. I can't remember the name of it, man. And this guy was like, you know, he's a he's a millionaire. I don't know if he's a billionaire, but he's a millionaire. And pretty much he wanted to show people how to start things up from the ground up, right? And how to become a millionaire again all over. And one of the thing, first things he said is, find what the people need and supply, right? Um, versus, and so it's, it's the opposite of like the Simon Sinek thing, right? Start with why. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, I think that's kind of what made me think about this question. Like I said, I don't know if this is making sense, but it was just one of those things where it's like, if your mindset isn't right about your purpose and realizing that purpose isn't about money, but it's instead, instead it's about impact, like Pastor Travis was saying, right. I think you can fall into the line of trying to solve too many issues. Mm-hmm. And then everything in the world becomes a problem that you can solve because you know you can try to make money off of it, but mm-hmm. what do you feel? Right. I got you. I think that's what I was talking about. It was a weird way how I got there. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I think that was just one of the things that kind of came to my mind. I'm just like, I feel like there's some danger with that question. Like it's a it's a great question. I think everybody should ask themselves that question. But just be very careful on how you answer it. Don't get too in depth of, you know, well, this is the issue, this is the issue. I you know, this bothers me too, this bothers me too. Because you get too wrapped up into trying to solve all these issues and never you know, fully fulfill your purpose. Yeah, no, and I, I want to repeat that one more time too, because I, I think what you had just said there is so important. And there's actually a previous mentor of mine, uh, he used to get the question all the time of, you know, how do you how do you find what you want to do? You know, kind of what we're talking about now. 
And his answer every time was, you know, you look through your passions, you know, go through your interests, but you want to find an industry or find a group of people that either have a problem or determine a problem and you want to serve it. You want to, you want to either, you know, offer a solution or you want to add value to an industry in some way. Yeah. You know, I, I was uh, watching this video the other day and it was like some, some guy started an e-commerce store based on like men's jewelry. He sold rings okay. you know, and, and basically he enjoyed it. He, you know, it's something that he wore before he sold them. He, he mm -hmm. did that himself. He made them like out of spoons or something like that, or is out of silverware, which I know there's probably quite a few people out there that do that, but, um, this guy made his own. And then he had some friends that were interested in it. So he made some for them type of thing. Yeah. And then it just took off, you know, he's like, so it's, it might not be a great example because there's not like a clear problem, but he's identifying an industry. It's in the fashion niche, right? How can you add value to it? Oh, I can make these silverware rings. Okay. So now you, he built out the store. He was pursuing his passion. He did it before before he even made money he loved it yeah. you know so now he's servicing others and he's pursuing his passion so um i mean i think something like that it, it makes sense you know yeah yeah man i you know i think another one of the questions that uh past travis typically asks and i don't, I don't know that we talked about it and i'm not going to go over all of them because y'all need to check out cultivatemypurpose.com um but uh it was what would you do if you know you didn't have to face the pain of your process, right? And the reason why I love that question is because it lets you know that your purpose has a process. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you know, you know how I feel about processes, mm -hmm. right? You mm -hmm. know, my, my thing at my thing at planning, and even now um, at Smoothie King is trust me or trust us as your leaders, trust the process, you get to where you need to be, right? Right. But there's a there's a process and a process is different for every single person. Right. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, I still struggle with that sometimes, knowing how much work I put in, knowing how much I grind day in and day out. And I see how some other people's process is like they live in their best life now. Right. Right. And had to possibly do a quarter of what I've done. Right. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Right? But then realizing that, OK cool my process though i might end up being in a better spot than them or let's just forget about them overall my process is just unique to me right mm -hmm. my process is part of my story my process um is potentially what's going to go ahead and continue to help me uh continue to bring in an income yeah. you know um the pro the process is huge man i think people are scared of the process because you know when you say, how do you get here, right? They just want to lay it out, right? What did, what did John Maxwell say? And I think I mentioned this on Leadership 101, but he said, um, somebody asked him, you know, I want to do what you do, right? And he said, okay, you want to do what I do, but do you want to do what I've done, mm -hmm. right? Do you want to go through the process? Man, and I, one thing that I want to make sure that we mention is, and I really want to mention it because I dealt with this terribly, man, is comparison. comparison. And you mentioned it, you're like, you know, forget about them. It's my journey. It's my process. It's unique to me. And man, like it, for those listening that are struggling with that, uh, you know, 
whether it's self-doubt or you're comparing yourself to these people on Instagram, like take those words and hold on to it because it's not about them. It's about you and, and your process and your journey looks different. I mean, I'll tell you right now, when I started my first e-commerce store, I thought it was going to be easy because I'm on Instagram and I'm seeing all these 16 year old entrepreneurs, you making e-commerce dropship stores, driving Lambos, you know, making six figures nope. in a month. And I'm like, what? Like, are you kidding me? They're 16. And I'm, I was like, I don't know, 20, 19, 20 at the time. And I'm like, I'm behind. Yep. I'm behind. like, what am I doing? Like, what did I do wrong in my life that I'm not, I didn't do that at 16. You know, and I started beating myself up and not appreciating the values and the things that I've done in between that time. Yep. That maybe they don't have, you know, their process, their journey looks different. You're seeing the success. You're seeing the Instagram success, mind you, too, at that. Um, but man, like, just look in the mirror, you yeah. know, look in the mirror. That's that's what you're comparing yourself against is in every single day. I mean, if you guys haven't read it, um, David Goggins has a book, you know, Can't Hurt Me. Yeah. And like talking about self-discipline and like you are your biggest challenge every day. You have to choose to wake up and win. And that's the mentality you have to keep in business and in life. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that. Um, hey, so I, I kind of want to now we don't have to wrap up with this, but something that I know that I dealt with for a while and it's even now I still deal with sometimes is um, once you find your purpose and your passion, um, especially when it comes to your purpose, one, you have to cultivate it and develop it, right? And um, and the main reason for that is just because you have a gift doesn't mean it can't still be developed, mm. right? And we we get we get um, we get in trouble with that because, like I said, I you know when I figured out my value was I'm really good at adding value with, to people and connecting with people, I had to take a step back, right? Because you can get real excited and get real hyped off that and think like, okay, cool, I got this in the bag, right? And just how I was mentioning how many times I say um, right? I'm gonna always continue to be authentically heiress. But it doesn't mean I can't take a speaking class. It doesn't mean that I shouldn't practice some of the things that I say beforehand so I don't say so many ums, right? Um, saying um again, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but you constantly have to develop it, right? Right. And I think on the other side of that, you wrote some down, so I want to stop real quick before I get to this next. Thing. You wrote some down. Say what you wrote down. Oh man, when you when you first said that, I used to have a football recruiter in high school, and his slogan was "Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work." Mm-hmm. You know, and that's uh, people that have have gifts and have talents, and they don't pursue them and they don't cultivate them. The next guy is going to work harder. The next yeah. guy is, you know. And I know that's more on like a competitive aspect, you know, and maybe that's not always fitting for every situation. But if you're thinking like, you know, for you, like if you were like, you know what, I have great communication skills, I can connect with people, I don't need to do anything. Yep. Well, there's going to be somebody else that's applying for that same job as you that worked their butt off to develop that skill and they're going to beat you. You know, yep. because you didn't make the decision to cultivate that and to develop it 
Um, you know, and there's so many analogies we're talking about pouring from an empty cup, you know, you, you constantly got to be developing and pouring into yourself. And that includes those passions and gifts. Yeah. You, you mentioned constantly pouring into yourself, you know, one thing, and I haven't done this. I, you know, I heard somebody say this, but if you do struggle with pouring into yourself or reminding or remembering to invest in yourself, the one thing I want you to remember is you're constantly giving, right? Whether you're a giver or not, you're constantly, to a certain extent, you're constantly giving because you're constantly talking or you're constantly giving information, okay? Um, so that's part of giving. But I heard a pastor say this one time, and he said he sits a cup of water on his desk, right? Um, and it's a glass. And he said, you know, eventually after a while, if I forget to pour water in it, what happens? The water starts to evaporate, right? And so when he has to pour water in it, it's a constant reminder that I have to constantly fill my cup. Right. And I, and I love that analogy because I'm just like, man, like how often do we forget about ourselves? And I'm, I'm big on this. Right. Because especially when you're focusing on adding values to others. Right. You get really lost. And man, when's the last time I thought about me and my wife? I, you know, I love her so much because she reminds me of this constantly where I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, it's your time to get out the house, you know, do your thing or whatever. And she's like, Okay, or you can get out the house for a second. Now see all the lights that went out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in here. Okay. Um, all right, there we go. <laughs> oh, desensitized, man. Mm -hmm. But it's just a constant reminder, man, of uh, we have to take care of ourselves, right? You have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Absolutely. You know, with, with real estate, once you get your license, it's not like you've arrived. You know, every year you have requirements. You, you have to do a certain amount of education hours, continued education each year. And then yeah. after the end of your three-year cycle, you have to have X amount of credits in order to renew your license. You know, it's and that is kind of systematically put in a way to force you to continue to develop yourself because um, it's a forever changing industry too. And you're responsible to keep up with it. You know, it falls on you. And when you're serving your clients, you're serving, you know, these people, it's your responsibility to make sure that you're in the know. Yeah. You know? And uh, thankfully they put it in there. So it kind of forces you to, uh, but you know, there's several industries out there that don't do that. You know, like I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I spent $55 today on a course. I spent $55 today on a week long course. Um, that's talks about personal branding and it's like a, a daily challenge thing and it gives you different tasks every day and i'll tell you right now i didn't want to spend the money at first i didn't you know i'm looking at it and, and there's so many courses and things like that out there i know this one was reputable you know I, and it was good you know the content was going to be good uh but still like there's that delay and i'm like what is stopping me from doing this you know like really thinking through it like why am i not doing it is it the time am i saying like oh this whole week, I have to take the time to actually pour into myself and actually be intentional to watch these hour long videos and do it. Yep. Because really, that's what it's costing me. Um, but it's worth it, you know, in the end, because I know it's going to develop me. I mean, not just for real estate, it's going to help this, it's going to help photography, everything, you know, yeah. branding is huge. So, you know, just just an example, but, you know, take advantage of the situations, you know, it's, it's so important. Yeah, one, send me that course. 
um, because I definitely didn't spend $55 on a course. I spent $55 on Chick-fil-A yesterday. <laughs> um, Man, I'm so hungry right now. I, would, you know, I wish yeah. I spent $55. Bro, there's, there's a Chick-fil-A right across the street. Mm. Uh, Closes in a half hour, so. Oh, dude, yeah, we got to wrap this up, man. All right, <laughs> no, so y'all, it's been. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I, I think the other part that I was going to dive into after that, though, was just saying, don't let others have an opinion about your purpose. Right. Okay. Um, you had a purpose before anybody ever had an opinion about it. Right. And this was something that was big for me. And I, I'll tell you why. I've been teaching leadership content on and off now for maybe about past five or six years right it is easy in my opinion easier in my opinion uh to teach it to a room full of caucasian people okay that's 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 just experience i've had right but when i get around people that look like me i automatically clam up Hmm. right because i'll put it this way there's very few Black people uh, saying that, hey, I want to travel around the world, teach on leadership, right? It's very few, right? And so I had to be careful because my first thought process was, will my peers think this is cool? And if they don't think this is cool, is this really my purpose? Should I be doing this? Right. And I know somebody out there might be thinking like, man, that's crazy. I can guarantee you there's more of y'all out there that think about that than you think. Right. Don't let your peers or the people that might look like you just because it's not something that is popular. Right. Don't let that deter you from your purpose. And I had to be so careful with that, man, because and and I and I and I and I misspoke. I shouldn't say necessarily I feel like it's easier that's what I'm used to, right? A lot of the environments I've been in, teaching leadership has been majority Caucasian, mm-hmm. right? Um, but when I get around people that look like me, I automatically try to change my lingo, I automatically try to change. And it's, and it's one thing to read the room, there's another thing to not authentically be you anymore because now you're trying to impress people, right? right? the impressing people shouldn't come from me changing the impressing people should come from my content. And if you're not impressed with my content, that's cool. It ain't meant for you. Mm -hmm. Right. But I I think, you know, when we talk about purpose, you have to be so careful, you know, because one, put yourself around the right people. Right. And you can still be friends with somebody and they, they think like, man, like what you do, I would never do. Right. That's cool. That's your opinion. That's that's by all means, do your thing, right? But this is what I feel called to. With my gifts and with my passions, I believe this is my purpose. This is what I'm following. This is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I would appreciate the support, but if not, I'm still gonna chase it, yep. right? And we have to be okay with that. Yes, you do want the friends that are going to uplift you and motivate you. And man, I, you know, I, I love that we have that in each other, right? right. But there's some people that look at us and they're like, bro, what y'all what doing is whack. This yeah. podcast is whack, right? Mm-hmm. And that's cool. That's your yeah. opinion, right? Exactly. Um, but I, I just think, man, it's, it's so crucial to constantly remind yourself that even though your purpose might not sound popular, even though it might not be popular in the community that you live in or the people that might look like you, 
Don't let others' opinion of your purpose or let that mindset ruin the God-given purpose that he's given you. Right. Absolutely. No, man, I appreciate you sharing that. I think that's huge. I think more people need to hear that, you know, and speaking from from my experience, like if we have young listeners, you know, I'll be honest with you, like when I was 16, 17 in high school, like I went to a small school. So saying I was popular, like that that don't (laughs) matter. But I can tell you that uh, I wasn't doing what a lot of people my in my age group were doing. You know, a lot of weekend nights, I was home and I was pursuing things like this and I was educating myself on things like this. One of my first jobs out of high school was I sold medical sales devices. I went cold calling. I I walk into doctor's offices, my little briefcase that I saved up to get, and I was pitching to them on pharmacogenomics. Google it. (laughs) because <laughs> i don't want to explain it but because like, i want to explain it. no man but the the point is is it's like i used to beat myself up over it for real because i i'd like man like my friend group is smaller because of it i don't connect with a lot of people because of it um i wouldn't say i necessarily got made fun of but i'm sure if i was more vocal about it i probably would have it probably limited me in some ways um Whereas if I was, would have allowed myself to just be authentic and just to pursue these things because it's what I enjoy and that's okay. And you don't need any other reason than that, whether it's cool or not. Um, but my head wasn't there yet. You know, I was still concerned about being cool, you know, and I want people to like me and talk to me, you yeah. know, whatever. And, um, it, but the point is, is the, the skills and things that I developed in that time, you know, in one of the first videos I had mentioned that, uh, when I first went to plan a lot of the leadership development books and things that we did, I was already familiar with. And it was from that time period. It was mm-hmm. from 16 to 18 that I read those books. Yeah. It was from 16 to 18 that I had conversations with my dad about leadership and what it meant. You know, it was from 16 to 18 that I was trying to pour in myself because I enjoyed it, you know, and I saw the value in it. And I'm not saying everybody does. And if you don't, it's not lesser than it's not that you're wrong in any way but if you do don't allow the opinions of others to stop you from pursuing it though either yeah. you know so i think it's that's such a that's such a great topic to talk about man passion and purpose bro passion and purpose passion and purpose man episode five baby episode five hey man no i i would love though uh for you guys to interact a little bit with us uh, you know, please comment, you know, whether you're watching this on YouTube, Spotify, you know, whether, you, you know, um, Instagram, message us, man. I mean, let us know what your purpose is. Uh, let us know the things that you're passionate about, man. And um, let us know about your journey. You know, like I said, the whole purpose of this is for us to share our journey, have a good time, but to share our journey as well as we continue to figure out this thing called entrepreneurship and leadership. That's right. Um, and man, we would love to hear from you all, but um Man, B, anything to wrap us up? Man, like, I, on that point, on that topic, you know, one thing that Eris and I were going to be talking about here soon is is kind of what's next for uh, Ambitious Minds and what are some different ideas that we have moving forward for this community. Um, so just know there are some things in the works. You know, when we say we want this to be a community, we mean that. Um, we want to be providing value, but... Um, we want this to be a, a social place too, where you know people can interact and connect and network. 
and uh, we'll, we'll be trying to do some things here coming soon. So keep an eye out on the social. You know, those of you that have been up on it and have been watching religiously, you know, we appreciate you. You know, it's awesome. But uh, yeah, the interaction is great, you know, and kind of gives us some direction on what do you guys want to hear. So yeah, yeah, man. Hey, if you enjoy this and you like it, subscribe. All right, subscribe. Um, let us know. Share it with a friend. Um, if you think anybody would enjoy this, share it with a friend. And uh, guys, until next time, we'll see you. Peace. Right on. Right on, right on, right on. Ambition is priceless. It's something that's in your veins. And I put that on my name. They gonna love me for my ambition.